Do you think that classical music is not for you and you don't know where to start? Or maybe you're a fan already and would welcome a fresh approach. You've come to the right place. Perfect pitch is for everyone, beginners or experts, whatever your age. Lend Nick Healy Hutchinson your ears for his weekly dose of classical music that will enrich your life. Here's a little something to put a spring in your step. One of Schubert's most famous melodies is his Marche Militaire, a set of three piano duets, the first of which may well be familiar to you. No one's sure exactly when they were composed, probably around 1820, but it's widely acknowledged that they were written while staying with one of his patrons, Count Esterhazy, who charged Schubert with giving his daughters piano lessons. So maybe the jolly skip has something to do with that brief. Here is number one, played by the Turkish pianist Hussein Samet at the bottom end of the piano and the Portuguese pianist Maria Joao Perez at the top end. I like this recording because it's taken at quite a lick, more of a brisk trot than a march. Even in a light-hearted piece like this, you'll notice how effortlessly Schubert changes key. We start in D major, and then the second tune goes into G major in the middle section, the trio, where he also dips into the minor key and straight back again to the major. I only mention this because it's one of Schubert's great skills. You never get long passages leading you up to the change. It's instant, but completely natural. And I'm not sure I can think of any composer who does it with such ease. Thank you. 
Having just listened to that, I wonder if your instinctive reaction was to say, don't be such a tease, you can't leave it at that, surely. If so, I'm completely with you. So let's listen to the other two, especially as I'm willing to bet that even if you had heard the one we've just listened to, the third one will be far less familiar. I don't know if Schubert was hoping for the Esterhazy daughters to play these, but he certainly left them with quite a challenge if he was. Number two is played here by Robert Levin and Malcolm Bilston, number three by Christoph Eschenbach and Justus Franz.
Let's keep the upbeat mood in place, but move to the opposite end of the spectrum, because I think it's time we had a little more Wagner. I can already hear the reaction from some of you, about time too in the red corner, and an almighty groan or worse in the blue corner. I've already touched upon his quite despicable human failings, but it's impossible to avoid that there are passages of this man's music which transcend bias or preconception. Moments when you just have to give in and admit that this is a creation of extraordinary genius. And so, my lad, for the defence, I present the overture to one of his operas, Tannhäuser. It's the longest overture ever written for an opera, so I could go on at length taking apart each passage of the work. Trust me, I could. But the best and least complicated way to look at this is as a dialogue, a conflict between good and evil and their ultimate union in redemption. The good opens the peace, and I'll leave the rest to your imagination, but the joyous conclusion is one of the great affirmations in all music. If this really doesn't do it for you, then I will concede that Wagner is not your bag. But if you've not heard it before, my hunch is that you're in for a truly glorious surprise. It's played here by the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, conducted by George Schulte.
That's it for now. Thank you for listening to Perfect Pitch with Nick Healy Hutchinson. He'll be back again next week with some more treasures for you. So please do join him then. And you can subscribe to this podcast by clicking on the link below. Thank you.